Crosswinds family and friends, welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the uh, host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our, our assistant producer, for all the work that they do, um, making sure this podcast comes out each and every week. Thank you for listening. Um, without you listeners, um, this podcast would be worth really not a whole lot. And so thank you for taking time to allow us to invade your space. If you want to know more about this podcast or Crosswinds Church, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. That's crosswinds. Dot church. Well, this, for this episode, I have with me here in studio our executive producer, Eliza Merrill. He's co-hosting uh, with me um, this episode, and which really came out of a conversation um, we had some time ago where the, where the question was brought up. Um, we'll hear individuals, sometimes uh, American Christians say, uh, but this is the toughest time. Uh, to be a Christian. And we began to talk about that a little bit. And I, I guess in some ways, Elijah, we're, first of all, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy to be here. As I just ramble. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we head into this podcast, you know, I, I guess in part, uh, the conversation just sort of struck us, right? As we thought about church history, as we yeah. thought about Christianity in other parts of the world. And so um, talk to me a little bit about when you, you brought it up a little bit and then we started talking about it. What, 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 made you, what made you bring that up? It's interesting because like, so I've, I mean, at this current point of recording the podcast, I am on um, this sort of this academic pastoral journey of becoming licensed and then heading towards ordination. And um, what's happened when it's, Something I'm I'm hearing in as I'm taking these classes from other students and and things like that is like um, there's there's this common theme that I've heard people say of you know oh it's like what a what a time to be a pastor like there's so many so many challenges and difficulties going on and and that that sort of struck this 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 thing that's I've been thinking about in the back of my mind which is like not not just to limit it to to pastors or ministers and stuff like that. But this this idea was rooted in like, it's, oh my goodness, it's so difficult to be a Christian now because of all the different things that people are dealing with um, or, or cultural issues and things like that. And um, I, one of my professors in one of my class, one of my classes addressed that. And I think very, very grace, graciously, but also very, very factual, you know, and said, you know, the there's no denying the the things that we as as a culture especially in the american context i think is where where we're coming from that's where we have the experiences that we have but he said there's no denying that there's that there's challenges in in being a christian there's things that we that we are experiencing today but the idea of experiencing difficulties and experiencing challenges and experiencing cultural pushback is not new or it's not it's not it's not something that we are dealing with now that past believers haven't dealt with you know and um that's just like that sort of struck me cuz i feel like it's as 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 we experience more of culture and more culture sort of pushing back on some of the things that 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 we believe and stand by today, it's easy for us to look at scripture 
and look at these accounts and say, well, they weren't dealing with any of these things. They weren't dealing with, you know, they weren't dealing with having to have how to have a conversation about, you know, topic X, Y, or Z, you know what I mean? And, 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 but, but I have to, you know, I have a, you know, I have family members that are dealing with it. So, you know, whatever the situation may be. And some of that could be true depending on the topic. But I think, I think the, the overall theme here is like, it's, it's easy to, to look at the things that we're dealing with in life right now. And, and, sort of like the grass is greener on the other side sort of mentality, but it's not it's not coming up around the other side. It's in the past. It's as we look at these, you know, past believers. Yeah, I, I totally get your point. And I think it's important to say, yeah, we do have challenges. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe the challenges are somewhat unique in the sense that, you know, every time has its unique challenges. But I, it's very important to contextualize mm-hmm. um, the challenges faced by American Christians with a broader scope uh, of, of sort of religious persecution worldwide and throughout history. And I think sometimes, um, and, and, and I think it's sort of natural, right? Uh, we talk about being an American Christian, or we might talk about being a French Christian or, or, a, or a Chinese Christian, sure. right? But I, I just can't help but think when God looks down at the earth, when he looks at the two sort of divisions of people, he doesn't necessarily... Um, in fact, I think not at all, uh, divide us up by the nations we live in. He, he says there are those who are in Christ, mm-hmm. Christian, those who are in Adam who are not. And, and so it's important for us as American Christians, there's that term, to remember that really our church family is global. And to put that into perspective, and then also to put in perspective um, the historical reality. I mean, when we think about historically, you know, the struggles that early Christians had, you know, within the Roman Empire and other parts of the world, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're talking gruesome, terrible things, you know. And even today, when we look at, you know, what it looks like to be a Christian in places like North Korea or, or uh, you know, Afghanistan or Somalia and other places in the world, uh, you know, they're, they're threat. you know, they're, they're if they get caught, they're dead. Yeah, you know, and 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 probably worse. You know, worse for me when I think of myself as a as a husband, as a father, as a grandfather. Now, um, you know, it, it's not just I'm dead. My family is, and in some cases, in very gruesome ways. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I look at that, even even globally, so not just historically. Historically, we could go through and, and name, you know, some of the some of the crazy times of persecution. But today, our brothers and sisters in the world are facing those times of persecution. Yeah. So I think, you know, contextualizing is important. It doesn't lessen the fact that we face challenges, and we do face legitimate challenges, um, whether it be technology um, that certainly wasn't around when the Apostle Paul was... I mean, they had technology. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't certainly as advanced as ours yeah, is yeah. by no stretch of imagination, nor was it disadvanced four decades ago. Um, and so there is some unique challenges with technology. Um, there's some unique challenges with the understanding of, of human life, you know, that, that wasn't really um, uh, a challenge in the same way it is now. It's always been a challenge mm-hmm. how we look at one another. And I think that's really the point, that, that when we look at the challenges we face, the, the, the nuance of it in 2024 is different. The core of it is not. Yeah. Um, there, there's always been a reality, and, and Paul writes about this in Ephesians, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but the spirit and principalities. And, and so there's always been this, this spiritual struggle mm-hmm. 
for us as a church to, to glorify God and, and to share the love and message of Christ with others, because we do have an enemy who so violently wants to stop us. Um, culture, many times, is, is uh, antithetical to, to Christianity. And then our own selves sometimes gets in the way, right? Yeah. And so I, I don't want to minimize the challenges, but I think contextualizing it makes it makes it really important for us and understand that when we look at ourselves as quote unquote again American Christians, we got to step back in a minute and say, well, look, our first citizenship is to heaven, which means there's a global church, and how's our brother? How how are our brothers and sisters? How are they facing um, adversity in other parts of the world compared to ourselves before we? before we sort of go to that dark mm-hmm. place, you know? Yeah, it's it's so interesting when you when you bring up having to contextualize it because we think about I think it's it's so easy and I'm going to speak I want to just speak from my own perspective here. It's very easy to to sort of get into the the motions if you will and and to sort of get into get into the the, just the way and the, the the flow of life and and sort of forget not forget but just the that the other the other cultures around the world that are these other Christian communities that are that are part of our our eternal church family our global church family that it's sort of it's sort of out of sight out of mind in a in a way that's like you don't you're not thinking about it all the time because you're thinking about what's right here and right now. And that can be dangerous because you 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 need to be thinking about, like you said, what's going on in those in those other cultures. Um, because it's not being a Christian is not, oh my goodness, certainly not exclusive to being an American Christian, you know what I mean? Right, or right. to being a Christian in a specific place. Um and I think it's it's easy to it's it's easy to sort of lock into a specific way of thinking, um, and I think that's that's where some of that that thought comes from of when we when we think about how difficult it is to be a Christian or or things like that. We I think some of that can be rooted in when we start to think exclusively to our situation. Yeah, and I think what it can do too is become so overwhelming that we do lose sight of the challenges we have. And, and if we take the position of victimhood, um, we lose the, the, the power of Scripture. You know, it's interesting. You know, Peter imprisoned. We don't see him acting like a victim. Mm. Um, Paul imprisoned uh, many times. And, and we don't see him taking the posture of a victim. What I mean by that is, is to sit back and, and recoil as if God's not in control that doesn't mean that we don't hurt, um, that there aren't challenges that, that deeply, um, you know, hurt our soul mm-hmm. as we look at what's happening in culture around us. But it does mean that we stand on the power of Christ and ask the question, well, what are you calling us to do? Um, what, what, you know, with the freedom we have now, you know, I've heard many a Christian say, well, you know, we may not have these freedoms forever. Well, you better use them while you have them mm-hmm. then and, and fight for them, right? I mean, as long as we can vote, you know, do these yeah. things which are, which are well within our framework as American Christians to do, which to be quite honest, most of our brothers and sisters in Christ don't have that option. Um, you know, I think of even places like Nigeria where you have terrorist groups who are, who are exterminating them. There's no other word but exterminating mm-hmm. them. 
you know, and so, you know, for them to be a believer means, yeah, we're, we're going to face this type of persecution, true persecution. And, and I have to say, being discomforted by having to face the challenges we face as American Christians really isn't persecution. Um, it's challenges. It is a challenge, but, but mm-hmm. and we need to fa- stand up to those challenges. But I wouldn't, I couldn't stand across from a Nigerian brother and say, man, I understand what it means to be persecuted. Yeah. You know? And, and so I just want to, I, I personally, I guess I'm just speaking for myself, want to be careful how I word um, what the challenges are for me as an American Christian. A Christian, maybe a better way to say it, as a Christian living in America. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- uh, and face those challenges and be honest about the struggles. So there's nothing wrong with being honest about the struggles. But I think we live in a time of extremes mm-hmm. where our language can become so extreme that, that maybe we lose sight of the reality of what we can do in the midst of this thing, right? Um, it's like all the people right now who are talking about the end times. And I think, you know, Christ told us, be ready, be prepared, it's going to come. But you can spend so much time studying the end time, you're not living in this time yeah, and making a difference for Christ or... Or you could be so overwhelmed by culture and think that, man, this is the worst, and no one's ever gone through anything worse than this. And the reality of it is there's people today, this very day as we're doing this podcast, who are certainly experiencing worse for being a believer than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that, that doesn't negate it. I, I, I negate the challenges we face and the heartache in some of our homes because of the challenges we have. Um, but I think if, if we would look at, this is an interesting thing, if we look at the broader church, I don't think we would call what we're going through persecution. We would, we would put them where they are under, under the category of challenges. Mm-hmm. The second thing is when we look at how our brothers and sisters are living for Christ in those areas where there is actual persecution, um, you know, where churches are being burned down. Um, I go back to Nigeria where whole Christian villages are being burned down. Um, the, the things that are happening in those places are, are horrendous. I mean, I'm not even going to mention on the mm-hmm. podcast because they're so bad. Um, and yet, look at how they respond as believers. I think we can find encouragement and yeah. say, you know, how are we to respond? Will we respond in faith? We're to use whatever means we can to advance kingdom principles and, and, and to share the love and message of Christ with others. And, and we don't want to recoil from culture. You know, Christ said the gates of hell will not prevail against you. We want to invade culture with the love and message of Christ in the hope that not only will culture change, but culture changes first and foremost by people coming to know Christ. And, mm-hmm. and that's our great mission as a church, right? And so I, I think it, it, it's helpful to, to contextualize really what's happening in the world, what's happened historically, to learn from them, to apply it to our life, and then watch the way we word things, not, not to be so extreme in our language because... We want to be accurate in our language, so we don't want to we don't want to undersell the challenges we're facing, but we don't want to oversell them either, mm-hmm. because in the end, I just don't think that's healthy for us as believers. It doesn't increase our faith. It doesn't allow us to live out our faith in a way that God's called us and empowered us to by His Spirit. Yeah, it's it is interesting when you start to look at um, having the discernment to know the difference between. Am I being persecuted or am I trying to live not of this world? And I think or or rather, am I being persecuted or is like or is am I a believer? Am I am I living just in a culture as scripture said that is that is the way that we are not to live, you know? And I, like like you said, I I think about 
the very the very evident persecution that's happening around the world. And we know from scripture that being a follower of Christ is not a is not a comfortable thing. I think sometimes we we like to think that it is because we think about the love and the grace and the, the mercy that comes from God. And that is so that is so much part of who God is and part of the journey. But that doesn't make it a comfortable journey. And it so there's there's going to be challenges and those challenges can arise when you are trying to live a life that God has called you to live that is different than the way the culture is living. And I think that's we see that in scripture. I think we said it a couple episodes ago on the podcast. We were talking about um, Paul's writings against slavery. And I think about how in America – I want to be careful how I say this. But in America, it's – it would be easier to write that letter right now versus – When he wrote it. Versus when he wrote it. Sure. And so there's a – that's a challenge. But go to a different place in the country right now. Not sorry, in the world, go yeah. to a different place in the world, and writing against some of those things to specific people groups. And again, Paul wasn't just writing this to to his buddy, and that's all. This was, you know, it's the, inspired word of God. It's written for mm-hmm. all people, all time. And um, so, I just like it's it's. I think it's it's good that we are that we need to be careful and try to discern. Um, is what I'm going through right now is that I guess I guess why and I, I some of it can be boiled down to just simply because of how how the walk looks according to according to scripture you know and and I think the Bible is clear about how um, it's we we will face challenges and we will face we will face persecution um, but it's it's that the I guess what we're trying to get at is that the context of those things is is different depending on where we where we live and where we lo- and where we are and the time that we are and um in our avail- availability to look outside ourselves and again contextualize in comparison to others and not in a bad way but in a, in a very healthy way mm-hmm. to say what is happening to the church um, is a big statement, and and you know, I have people say that, and they mean the American church. I say, okay, well, define that as the American church, and because when we look at what's happening in the world, it, it, it's 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 an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the church in America um, statistically is decreasing. That doesn't mean the church worldwide is. Yeah, and, and so that's something to look at too. There's places where there's explosive growth culturally um, with the gospel right now. Um, and it's just interesting to think about that. I mean, even in a place like Iran, um, there's headway for the gospel that's happening there. And so um, when you look globally, uh, it's an interesting picture. Uh, however, as a local church pastor, I have to look in context of my area as well. And so there, there's this, there is a nuance that we have to be able to once again embrace mm-hmm. as Americans, because I think nuance has been lost in our culture and our language and our discourse. And, and we want to be able to pick that up again. The other thing that, that just comes to mind, Elijah, as you were just sharing, is Jesus said, there's an easy road and a hard road. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you might think, you know, just in saying that, if, if, you, if you're not familiar with his words, well, the easy road must be the Christian road, but it's not. He says the hard road is the Christian road because it's going against culture. The easy road is just to go with the flow, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I was thinking about that old, um, that old sort of adage, you know, they use it for finances and other things. You know, you either work hard now 
or you work hard later. And, and I think in some ways, when we look at Scripture, I think it's safe to say we either choose the hard road now or you're going to have the hard stuff later. Uh, yeah. That, you know, either you live for Jesus and get to spend eternity with him in paradise, which, yeah, can have its unique challenges mm-hmm. as a believer on this on this fallen planet. Or you can go your own way and choose to deny Christ and reject his uh, offer of salvation and, and spend eternity um, in hell, which, which uh, is a hard thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and so for me, I just have personally chosen to say, well, I'm going to choose the hard road now if it's a little difficult for the, for the decades that, that I'm alive here on this planet, and then spend eternity um, in ease and comfort and in paradise, right? I mean, so uh, to me, that's, that's what God has offered us. And so what he calls us to is even in the midst of what I'll say challenges here, even in the midst of persecution elsewhere, is in the midst, why is it hard? Because we are to live for Jesus and share his love and message no matter what the opposition is. Mm-hmm. And to respond in like to how Christ responded when, to be honest with you, sometimes I'd like to respond a little differently, you know, when those thoughts come up and the Spirit nudges me and says, no, 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 no. Remember, you're gonna, you're a Christian, you're a follower mm-hmm. of Christ, represent him well. And, and so it is It is a hard life when we, when we choose Christ. It's the better life. Mm-hmm. It's a fulfilled life. And it's a life that leads to paradise, but but it does have its difficulties. But I think it's so important we contextualize in order to be able to maintain the faith we have, to walk in the faith we have, to believe what God is doing, and to make a difference in the culture around us. Yeah, and I think it's important to remember that when we say that it is a hard life um, and a hard walk, it is, but you, it is not. It's not one that you're going on alone. Right. Absolutely. And when we think about, it's so easy to think about, like, going through challenges and situations and how am I going to get through this and how am I going to do this? Well, every is, if you are not walking with Christ, then some of, those, some of those situations, all those situations, right, that you're dealing with, if you're not walking with Christ, then you are fighting some of those things on your own. And but when you're when you're living that Christian life and you're you're actively seeking Him and you're thriving, yes, it is a hard life, but it's not one that you were designed to do alone. Right. Because not in it's in twofold, right? It's you have the power of the Holy Spirit living within you, and you have the power of God that wants to, as He is guiding you, He is actively equipping you to go down the path that He's guiding you towards and down. And so you have that, but then you also have this this community of believers in this church family that is also doing that same thing. And so, yes, it is a hard life, and it, you know it's tough because I don't I don't want we I think I can say this we don't want to do an episode like this on the podcast and have people leave feeling discouraged right, or you know shouldn't. you know Absolutely what I mean. Not. But I think about I think about I just think about like Esther, for example, who 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 recognized that that she was alive for such a time as this when she was there and she was going through the things that she was and she was and she was definitely going into situations that were um not culturally appropriate, you know what I mean, and how she how she entered into the into the presence of the king and all you know, all these all different the stuff, things. Yeah. But the if we take that into account into our own lives and recognize that God has us alive for such a time as this, put it into our context of being Christians in America, 
the freedoms that we have and the ability to to speak and to share things without the fear of um I'll I mean just say it without the fear of death without the fear of you know in in America today what is some of the worst things that's going to happen to you by sharing those things are you going to be you know yelled at or are you going to be told you know I don't want to hear that you know or whatever and some of that is sure that might happen I guess but um, but some of it could be bad. I mean, you know, I think of families who stand up for Christian principles and their kids leave them. Sure. Not to talk to them. I mean, there is some deep hurt, and mm-hmm. I don't want to minimize that. Um, there, there, is, there is great difficulties. Um, and, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I don't want to do a podcast where people would leave and go, oh, my goodness, that was the most discouraging thing I've ever heard. But I hope that's not what they're hearing because we're, we're talking about a path that leads to paradise. We're talking about a life that allows us to live in fullness in the, in the midst of challenging situations. Peace isn't, isn't the absence of conflict. Um, peace is, is something mm-hmm. God gives us in the midst of, of the world we live. And, and I, I equate it like this. I mean, it's sometimes the truth is something we'd like to avoid, but it's liberating. And, you know, it, it would seem foolish if someone went off to boot camp and they're, you know, they're at boot camp and, and, and the, the, the staff sergeant, you know, is not yelling at them. He's just sort of, hey, you know, everyone's great. And, you know, you know, and then someone asks, you know, why do we have to learn how to shoot a rifle? Oh, you know, it's just a fun thing to do. And, you know, why, why do we have to be in physical shape? Well, you know, it's 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 just good for you, you know, to let you live longer. And um, and then finally, you know, someone comes and says, wait a minute, um, may we go to could it be possible we go to battle? And he goes, OK, I'll be honest with you. You, you learn how to use a gun because people are going to be shooting at you. Um, to be in shape, um, because sometimes you're going to have to run, and if you can't run, you're probably going to die, um, and have the soldiers go, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. You know, and, and the reality of it is, for us as believers, we did sign up for this. When we received Christ, um, we understood that that uh, it was going to take us down a path that was countercultural. Um, it was going to take us down a path that, that at times would, would mean that that the very uh, enemy, the devil himself, w- was going to attack us uh, through all of his schemes and all the things that are happening in the world. What encourages me is this is not the way God intended it. Uh, the world is what it is because of sin. The persecution that happens mm-hmm. in the world is because of sin. Hate is because of sin. Um, fear, you know, unhealthy fear uh, is because of sin. And you say, what's healthy fear? Well, healthy fear is if I see a bear and go, I'm not going to walk up and, and pet that thing. I'm going to slowly back my way out of it. That's a healthy fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, these things are sin. And, and so what I know is this, that God gives me the power every single day to live for him in the midst of this fallen world, knowing that, knowing that someday I'm going to see him face to face and live with him in paradise. Now, if that's discouraging to somebody, I don't know what is encouraging, Mm -hmm. you know. And so we have to put things in perspective, contextualize, not just then, as we started out talking about um, being a Christian in America compared to, you know, the the rest of the world, to to put our challenges in perspective, not to minimize them, but not to make them seem worse than they are, um, but also to to contextualize the reality. But yeah, this life can be hard sometimes. But by the way, can I just be honest? It's hard for everybody, mm-hmm. no matter what. The difference is 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 that here in the here and now, um, the resources of heaven are released in my life to be able to live the life that God's called me to live. He, I am able to do life with the Lord. I'm able to do life with my brothers and sisters who are part of my church family, and I have this eternal hope of paradise with God forever. Uh, into the unforeseen future. And so for me, that that's that's a perspective I want to keep. 
And I want to be very careful then the way that the words that I use and so forth to express the things that I'm currently going through. Yeah. And it's, it's how encouraging is it that, that you are able to have that perspective because of the promises we know in God's word and the things that we experience. Um, but then on top of all of that, um, those things are never ending and it's what God wants to, wants to give you and wants to bless you with, um, for the, the, in it's so funny because it's, we think about it in a, our, our just our, hu- like our linear human experience, right? But the entire time, yeah, the entire time. And so that, that includes our entire time on earth and he want and he, he gives us those resources and his presence and his goodness and his grace and all of those different things till the, the day that either he returns or we, we are called home. Um, and then I can't, I, I can't imagine what it's like at that point, you know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's encouraging. Yeah, it is encouraging. Any, any final words as, as we talk about, you know, I think, I think, uh, if, if someone's listening to this, I think they understand where we, where we stand when it comes to whether, um, as a Christian in America, this is the, the, the worst, right? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. This is the worst. Um, but any final words you would just sort of, to, to sort of wrap up our topic for this podcast? Yeah, I would just say that um, as as difficult as it may be at times, um, just remember that um, remember like Esther did that 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 God has you where you are for for such a time as this. And what is He trying to what is He trying to teach you? What is He trying to show you? What is He trying to lead you through? Um, and just remember that He does absolutely want to lead you and guide you through every situation in your life. That's good. That's good. You know, I'm reminded of these words from Paul to his young prose, Timothy. Um, God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about the Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to his holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace. Uh, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. And I think this, this ex- exhortation of Paul to Timothy has also uh, spoken to us, that God has equipped us to be bold and endure as ministers of the gospel amid all of life's circumstances. And so, you know, if you're out there and you're dealing with, with some hard stuff, I, I want you to you have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. God is there for you, and so are we. Uh, you can reach out to us, um, certainly. Uh, go to crosswinds.church. Again, you can find out more about this podcast, more about Crosswinds, but also there's a place where you can reach out to us. Um, you may be going through a very difficult time and listening to this saying, well, I'm not going through as difficult a time as maybe the person you mentioned in Nigeria or the person in Afghanistan or North Korea. That's not the point I was trying to make. Yeah. There are times where we need each other and we need to carry each other's burdens and be there for each other. And if we can be there for you, reach out to us because we want to be there for you. On the flip side of that, just know that if you're a believer, what has, what, what has God given us? A spirit of power, of boldness the ability to stand up, to make it through life. God's got us. And in the end, 
we're going to be with him forever mm-hmm. in paradise. That's the hope I have. How about you, Elijah? <laughs> yeah, amen. So for now, thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast. Uh, you know, it comes out every single Friday. If you find it helpful to you, I bet you someone in your life will find it helpful to them. Uh, share about this podcast, maybe even share this episode. But for now, as always, be blessed and bless others. Bless others.